And now I'm going to be interviewing Kim Reynolds, who's with LifePoint Hospitals, and she's going to be sharing her topic is patient development as a marketing strategy. I'm super excited about that because our firm and our whole philosophy is all about attracting patients and getting results. We also have Chris Fanolio, who's the Web Interactive Marketing Manager. So, Kim, let's start off by talking about, I guess, the focus of your talk today. Sure. Uh, what we what we want to talk to the group about today is something I think is a little bit unique, um, still in healthcare, probably not so much in other industries, but still somewhat in, in healthcare, and that is treating our patients as customers. You know, I think the uh, historically we always thought of our patients as patients. You build the healthcare facility, and they will come, and that's less and less true. And with accountable care and healthcare reform impacting all of us, we need to think differently about the way patients access. Uh, our facilities and our services. So we were experiencing a lot about migration. We have 56 hospitals in 19 states, but we're in typically non-urban areas. So uh, as anyone who runs one of those types of facilities knows, a lot of your out-migration goes to the larger cities, uh, particularly in the commercial payer mix. So we were very focused on retaining the, uh, the patients in our markets and then trying to get patients into the right access points inside of our facilities and our healthcare systems. So making sure that our patients are not using the EDs as primary care solution, that we're getting the right patients into primary care, the right patients into urgent care, and the patients who belong in the ED in the ED. So that's going to be a, a long-term strategy, and we needed some place to start connecting with patients and getting a relationship with them was kind of ground zero for us. That's terrific, and certainly getting patients to go to the right place as opposed to going to, to the emergency department every time is a, is a high priority. Um, you know, the, the idea of being in, a, in a, either in a rural hospital or rural practice is very common, and there's always a frustration that my patients are going to the big sitter, city because they assume care is better or different there, even when it's great right here in River City. And so I can see that why that would be a priority to you. One of the things we talked about before actually starting the interview was something really innovative you guys did in terms of um, building a local presence, uh, both for Ahmed and some other things. Can you tell us about that? Sure, and I think one of the things that we struggle with a little bit as marketers who come into healthcare is that uh, certainly we've got the bigger is better perception, but that we typically tend to talk to patients uh, as we want to represent ourselves in healthcare. So we tend to be doctor speak, and a lot of times the perception, to your point, of uh, bigger is better or I'm going to get better quality care is really not around how high tech your machinery is or whether or not you have better doctors, because that's often not the case just because it's a larger facility. The perception for the patient comes from the type of service that they receive, the type of care that they get, the type of food that they get when they walk into a facility. So, you know, quality, how we measure quality is often different between the healthcare provider uh, and the, the patient. So what we tried to do was create a, a, an almost a concierge service uh, and working with employers to start with, but there's other levels that we've added on since as part of our pilot. But what we do now is we work with a company called Wellness Works, and they are a partner for us. We put an, an FTE, a person in our market who is a corporate health consultant, and that person goes out and builds relationships with our key employers and helps those, uh, the employees of that company to access us at a much easier level than you typically find when a patient needs to access health care. They can call a hotline one, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and get somebody to help them get a pediatrician at 7 o'clock in the morning or get in to get their mammogram, or they can say, oh, you know, my plan year is ending on May 31st. I'm a teacher. You know, I have all these things in my benefits package that I haven't used yet. We try to help them get the most out of their benefits package. There are 50% of people who have things that are fully covered in their benefits plans that they don't use every year, that just go unused. Preventative care that's going to keep them from ending up in the emergency room. We want those people accessing the care that's available to them at the right time. 
That's terrific. I can see, again, the frustration of that. Here they can be covered, they can be taken care of, and they don't realize it. And having that local presence in the marketplace must be very, very uh, important to you guys to add a face to the hospital in each local community. Chris, give us a sense of uh, what you're doing on the website in terms of how this fits into the things we've been talking about so far. Well, we're doing a number of things. We're trying to uh, tailor the design of the website to take advantage of some of the community aspects, the landscape. Uh, we're using you know, headers and footer artwork that kind of denote that area of the country just to tie it into the, you know, to the physical landscape. But we are also using, as much as possible, photographs of actual hospital employees, people that people will meet when they go to the hospital. And then we're using a number of interactive programs on the website uh, for instance, we've got a healthy newsletter uh, used through uh, private health news. And someone can, uh, a consumer can sign up for this free e-newsletter, choose from one of 25 topics or all 25 topics, and every month they get uh, stories geared to that health topic pulled from 350 different journals and news sources about those topics. So they very quickly can get personalized, individualized information about their own health that's most important to them. And then next month, we are launching a new My Healthy Recipes module that will not only uh, give them you know, delicious recipes, but they can create a personal profile, list in that profile what their health concerns are. Say you're type 2 diabetes and you've got cholesterol and high blood pressure in your family. List those as as health concerns, and so you will uh, automatically be presented with recipes that take that those health concerns into consideration. So, you know, if you've got type two diabetes, you won't get a you know a recipe for a very rich chocolate tort, you know that type of thing. You'll get some other recipe, but then you can there's a menu planner, so you can plan out an entire week's worth of of. Uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinners for your whole family member, not just you, for your whole family. And then you can click a button and, and create a, a shopping list of all the ingredients that are in those recipes so you can go to the store and, and do that. So it's, it's a much more interactive and very personalized menu planning uh, using you know, contemporary recipes that you know, are knowledgeable about what uh, you know, the health issues that you or your family members have. Terrific. Uh, Kim, any last major highlights you think that, uh, that you're going to be sharing in your um, talk today that are just takeaways that our listeners can use in their own everyday lives? Yeah, I think um, for us, a pilot is a pilot. We're learning a lot, and we're not even through the end of the year yet, which we designated as our, our pilot phase. So uh, we are things that we thought we would find, we didn't find. Things we didn't know we would find, we did find. It was truly a pilot and, and, and is an ongoing venture for us. But I think probably the most important thing to me that I learned is that the access to healthy foods, uh, to health services, and to the type of exercise and things that we tend to take for granted in more of the metropolitan areas are very hard to come by and very hard to, to sell, if you will, uh, in some of these rural areas, outlying areas. So, you know, our, our mission is to make communities healthier. That's LifePoint's mission. We need to uh, consider it our job to make it as easy as possible to do that. So that's how sort of anything that we invest in now from a marketing, communication standpoint, programmatic standpoint, uh, the biggest driver for us is how do we make it easier for people to be healthier, to access our services, to find what they need, uh, to get the resources they need. So that's, that's the ongoing challenge, and I think it's kind of focused us around that challenge going through this pilot, which is, is helpful when you're sort of, you know, every marketer out there knows on a 
a daily basis, you're trying to tackle the whole world. If you can get your focus narrowed down a little bit to what you're trying to accomplish, I think that's helpful. That's great. Thanks so much, Kim.